What up, what up, what up, what up? What's happening? What's, What's happening? Good? What's good? How's everybody doing today? Welcome to the latest episode of the IOW Sports Show, episode 79. Right, right. It's your boy Welcome on the building. Detroit Mail to my left. What's happening? The man with the Grandmaster plan for the IOW network. <clears throat> like I ain't hear you or something. Up, let me clear my throat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have mercy, baby. At least, at least all that COVID and Delta. <laughs> Bro, I ain't got no <laughs> Chill. <laughs> uh, so, uh, look. Appreciate y'all tuning in. All right. How you doing today, big bro? Doing good, boy. Doing Shit. good, bro. Tired as hell, man. Yeah, you know how it is. That's every day for me. We got we all here grinding. <laughs> but anyway. <Your> grind on. <laughs> Let's get the preliminary preliminary shit out of the way because I know it's about to cut up in a second. <laughs> Y'all going over to the website www.ioftenwonder19.com. That is the website to get all the information of every last social media platform we are associated with here at the network. All right. Y'all going over to the website and find the Patreon. Y'all can donate and help the fellas out. You know, we grinding. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, look at it as a small investment. Right, right. We're going to keep producing great shows for y'all, better content, all mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Then you can always go cop the merch. Get that merch. Get that merch. But most importantly, go on over to your respective app store. Right. And download the IOW Network app. If you are a Google Android user like myself, go on over to the Google Play Store. Like this guy. If you are <laughs> Apple iOS user <laughs> like Mel, right. go on over to the Apple Store and download the IOW Network app. It's very important that you do because our number two is exclusively on the network. And That's right. that gives you a chance to call in on the WhatsApp. Y'all could talk y'all shit, rep your city, rep your team, give a hot take. You know, uh, you can do all that. All that. On our two. But we got to get through our one first. <laughs> and there is a God oh, and the go. God of football <laughs> said, Tim Tebow, you can't play no more. Yes, Lord. Bye, Tim. Bye, Timmy. <laughs> Bye, Timmy Tebow. He should have told you you can't block either. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? I told you there was going to be some Tim Tebow apologists that say, oh, well, he got in the way. He, he technically blocked them. <laughs> but then 
another video came out of a totally whiff that he had. Like he he was of course playing tight end, and mm. the DN literally just swatted his ass out the way, <laughs> and he blew up the play in the back in the backfield. So somebody said he better cop blocking the end while run blocking. <laughs> 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 oh shit! <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. Uh, down Tivo, better cock blocker than run blocker. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but here's my thing: what what did Urban Meyer really expect? What he got? He, he brought him in. I think he was just trying to do him a favor because you know hooking the neighbor up or something. Long, think, long term history. Yeah, had a little history. Yeah. He stayed down the street, and that kind of thing. Yeah, now that got to be awkward. He, he, he drop past his ass. Like, Urban Meyer come home from work. Oh, you still at the house, Tim? Color practice. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we missed you at practice. <laughs> Can't nobody roll on the ground like you. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm just confused on what was the whole purpose of bringing him him in period i don't know man it's already showing uh questioning urban myers um i won't say leadership but but his own decision making well i obviously because he hired a guy that had a a you know allegations of him being you know uh saying some racist stuff at the university right the strength and Mm -hmm. conditioning coach Mm -hmm. then once he got the heat for it in the fire him a couple of days later right so that was a poor decision choice right now you bring in Tebow. Who then took a roster spot for somebody else. And and that was kind of my biggest beef is mm-hmm. that now that you're down to three preseason games, it was already a lot of pressure with four preseason games for people that were undrafted right. or drafted in the late rounds mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and, and trying to make it off the practice squad to actually make the 53-man roster. Right. So now that you're down to three games, the pressure is astronomical now. Right, because now there's no room for mistakes. There's no, there, there's no room for not understanding the the you know the um the defensive or offensive scheme. There's no time to not understand nothing. You better be on tip top. It's damn near perfection at right. this point now. And so you bring a guy that hasn't played football in what five six years. Right, thirty three years old. Thirty three years old played a whole different position. You know, it, you know, quarterback and, and tight end aren't similar at all. You know, they do two totally different jobs. Now, you you might get some kind of, you know, advantage playing tight end because you kind of understand of ball placement for a tight end. Pause. Or, pause of when you where you want the uh, football thrown at. Right. You know, say, you know, throw away from the defender so that I can only get, you know, ball placement. Right. You right. can understand that. Right. But playing quarterback doesn't it doesn't prepare you for blocking. You know. Pass blocking, that. run blocking. That's correct. You know, it 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 doesn't uh, uh prepare you for shedding a, a 300 or maybe a 275 pound six four defensive end, how to shed him right. and still go run your route. That's right. You know, it, that doesn't prepare you. At all. Like, Tim Tebow's been off playing baseball the last five years. So I never, ever truly understood the point 
of Urban Meyer bringing him in. And actually, I told you something. He, he, um, he failed at that. When, when you do things like this, now I'm really starting to question were you the right coach that got hired? Right. I, I agree. Like, because at, at this point, I'm like, you know, it, it, the season ain't even started yet. And I'm already questioning if Urban Meyer is ready for this moment to be an NFL coach. I get he's won in college, mm-hmm. won just about every stop he was at. But that don't translate to success in the NFL. It doesn't. Especially when you got probably half of those cats getting more money than you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is you know that I I'm hoping that he doesn't go in trying to coach his team like he would a group of young men that are in college and they have to pretty much do what you say. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? What exactly is his is his coaching style? What is he actually going to be able to get out of these players that the previous coach couldn't do? So far, um, like I said, so far his decision making haven't shown us that he has the ability to to make the right decisions at this level. Now, granted, season haven't started. You know, these are on a level of what he has to make decisions on. These are kind of minor things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the, uh, the guy, the coach that he hired, that's more of a integrity, more of a, you know, your, it doesn't really affect your ability to coach in football, more what your moral, comp- where your moral compass Probably is. Say, okay. You know, so on that level, on that decision, it's a bad decision and a questionable decision making on a level of you should know not to touch him. He was already too hot. You know what I'm saying? You should know, okay, I can't touch him. This is the, you should know this <laughs> is the NFL. This is not college. With college, you can kind of bully your way mm-hmm. in certain, if you're a certain type of coach. Like a Nick Saban can bully his way because he is Alabama football. Hell, he owns the state of You know what I'm saying? So he can kind of do that versus when you're in the NFL. You don't have that kind of weight. No. You know, you don't have that kind of pull. I mean, as good as Belichick is, he only got so much pull he can do in the NFL as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, he may be able to do a little bit in the Patriots locker room. Yeah. But as in when it pertains to the whole league. When it pertains to the whole league, you know. He might have an in, in, influential voice, I right. say Belichick. Right. Throughout the whole league. Right. But, you know, when it comes down to it, they only going to get. He's not him. bigger than the league. No. He's not, not even close. He's not. It's not like how college is. No, you're, you're, so, right, you're right. So when you talk about decision making, it doesn't. Af- I can't really because the season had to start. I won't say that it might affect his ability to coach, but still give you still give him a side eye because you should not have to touch him. Mm-hmm. Then when it comes to Tebow, now that more speaks to your coaching because you should better know how to evaluate that player. You played with him. Mm-hmm. You seen him. You had to see him play. When he was in the NFL. Yeah. And he has so many strikes against him. He was stiff. He was past his prime. He hasn't played in a while. A long time. A long time. And he never was a top notch. He wasn't a player. He wasn't a weird coach the top so, tier. So he was a top notch player. That'd then be he, something different. That'd be something different. So yeah, he hadn't played a while, but maybe we can recreate some of that magic. You know, yeah. you can have something to kind of draw from. Yeah, so many negatives. Mm-hmm. Why would you put him on the team? Then on top of that, 
you, like you had mentioned, you taking roster spots, which is to me that's the biggest thing. Is 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 because I don't know if you know. I get it. I don't know if Urban Meyer ever made it to the NFL. I know he played ball, mm-hmm. but I, I doubt he did. But you know, at some point, he should understand the you know the importance of a roster spot, mm-hmm. and just to just freely just give that away to a, a person that's not going to contribute to your team. And obviously he's not now because he's been cut. Right. But a, as a player, I'm like, fuck you bringing this motherfucker. Right. Why here? Yeah. Well, you like, like, right, we, we already got a team minister. <laughs> we already got a team chaplain. <laughs> we already got a team chaplain. We're good. <laughs> we good. We don't need the nigga. Fucking good for him. Right, you know what I'm saying? Is he passing that towel? Right, you know what I'm saying? Is he is he going around with the Gatorade? Right. He an altar boy. <laughs> Other than that, we, we don't need him. Yeah, what he good for? And and that's a shame. He don't look good in the dress. We don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> we good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, I just first of all, Tebow wasn't even a, a nowhere close to even a. Good quarterback, right? In the NFL, in the NFL, right? So, I, I, what magic was going to ever be recreated? What kind of, you know, I, I get the sentimental, you know, association with mm-hmm. with him and and Tebow, but you know, possibly maybe <clears throat> sell tickets. Oh, uh, okay. Here's my thing: if you have some kind of sentimental thing, put him on the coaching staff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Yeah, but what he gonna coach? But he okay. uh, don't say quarterback. Well, look, like, he can be he can be an assistant, <laughs> to, assistant, the assistant, you know assistant to the assistant and learn. <laughs> Start at the bottom and learn. You work your saying? way up and work your way up. Yeah, you know, because he. I mean, he still has some football knowledge. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna diss on him. That. Right, he probably has of course some football. Have football. He knowledge. has some football knowledge, so he probably has some things he can probably teach. Yeah, you know, and just learn if he had if he wanted to go to sentimental route. Okay. You know, put him on the coaching staff. I hear you can make up a coaching position. You know what I'm saying? You know, whatever. It could have been you no know, assistant to the linebacker coach hey, look, or either water boy or team chaplain. That's the only thing I would brought That's it. That's it. Because <laughs> he's gonna he's not gonna bring any kind of value to that squad. And you're talking about a franchise that needs to change their their culture. Right. You're talking about a franchise that needs to get on some kind of winning ways. Right. You, you're talking about a team that has been a, a habitual disappointment year in and year out. Right. And you're doing shit like this. It's, it's like, if I'm a Jags fan, I'm like, oh, man, we're going to suck again. Right. Because it got poor coaching. Urban, Urban Meyer isn't doing anything to sell this team to his fans to say that, hey, we're going to be competitive this year. If he says that, the fans is probably like bullshit. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You lie. Right. <laughs> now you had mentioned uh Nick Saban a second ago, sidebar. Mm. So Nick Saban just signed another contract extension a couple of weeks ago. He's getting paid about 10 million a year mm. at Alabama. Yeah. Now when coaches He's in, the mayor of Tuscaloosa. Man, no, no. <laughs> he is the, the man of Alabama. Oh, he's the governor of the state. Boy. <laughs> Nick Saban can 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 go to a restaurant and just slap his balls on the whole restaurant, people included. Remind me not to go to that restaurant. <laughs> and and ain't shit gonna be said. Matter of fact, people probably won't even watch the spot that the balls <laughs> touch. Oh, I just got touched by the great Nick Saban. 
his balls touch my elbow. <laughs> you know, and, and, and they won't wash the elbow. And they nuts in the hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> what are those hush puppies are those nuts? That's right. What are those? So it's like he is a made man in Alabama. Oh yeah. So when a coach in college is getting paid ten million a year, this further proves why the NIL is important for the players. Because what and I get the importance of Nick Saban. Right. Because we're not going to downplay the, the importance of, of a great coach right. who's going to be a great leader, mm-hmm. who's going to set the tone, who's going to set the, you know, just the whole atmosphere of that program. Right. But at the end of the day, he doesn't sacrifice his body on the field, no matter what. That's true. He can come up with the the scheme, offensive scheme, defensive scheme, no matter what, he still needs needs those young men. He needs to, bodies. He needs those young men mm-hmm. to go play ball. That's true. So I don't want to hear no more coaches in college moping, bitching, complaining about the NIL, which is name, image, and likeness for those who don't know. Right. So I don't want to hear no more of that crap for it. Any coach, because there's even head coaches in college that are getting paid more than pro coaches. Hmm. And here's another thing that most people don't realize in college. Most of those big universities, mm-hmm. you have your power five conferences like Bama, Texas, Clemson, their facilities are top notch. And some of those players that come from the program end up going to the pros, and they're like, oh, I thought this was the NFL. I thought it was going to be, like, a lot of glitz and glamour with certain facilities. And right. so, some some teams do got great facilities. You know, Cowboys, you know, Jerry Jones is going to spend bread because mm-hmm. he knows he's going to get it back. Right. But there's facilities in college that are a lot more extravagant than NFL That's facilities. True. That is true. And so – all this money just flowing in and out of every university that got a football program. And so this is the reason why I'm totally fine with the NIL. Totally fine with it. Because, I agree. Because these players got to get, you, you got to get, get some type of compensation for your NIL. Right. I mean, you're making money off the players. So yes. If you're making money off them, it's only right they get some kind of cut from it. As, as far as I know, you know, that's called being an employee. I mean, you think about it like this. <clears throat> Nick Saban, we talk about the importance of Nick Saban. But most people can name more college players can they make can they name more college coaches? You know. Mm-hmm. Now the coach is probably more popular in that particular city, that particular state, maybe. Yeah. But outside that city or state that the college is in. You'd be hard pressed to see more people, baby, mention players over coaches. Mm. You know, Saban is one, Freeze may be another one. they going to talk about uh, Dabo. Yeah, Dabo Sweeney. Um, Ryan Kelly. Yeah, maybe um, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Um, I mean, they might get some props because Ohio State got some visibility, but I still don't think um, people don't know who they over like Harbaugh. Oh, Ryan Day. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Day. Um, it's one more I was thinking about. Oh, and Lance, Lance Miles. Oh, Lance, Lance Miles? Yeah, Lance Miles. Yeah. You know, maybe those names people might know. So I like I like them. 
<laughs> them college co-eds. Right. <laughs> right, you know, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but, uh, you know, those might be names people know, but outside of them names, yeah. who, who really know any co- other coaches? You, you got to be like a hardcore fan. Yeah, you know, you got to really be into college football. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so then now you got the players that people know, because when they throw the jerseys, no one's throwing on the coach's polo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They buying jerseys with the name. With the, I'm dressed list. like Nick Saban. You know what I'm saying? They buying. You, know. you just look like a, you just got an Alabama polo on, right? And khakis. Right, nigga, you just got so a you, polo on. Nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I look like everyday wear, motherfucker. <laughs> so you know they buying jerseys. They buying jerseys based on those players. Mm-hmm. And so you selling jerseys that you know you get the cheap ones, hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. You know you got some two, three hundred dollars. Shit, more. You know, throwbacks even more. Shit, my custom jersey I got of my Chiefs with my own na- ain't name on it mm-hmm. was like three fifty. Yeah, I'm saying so. Yeah, so you're looking at them paying that kind of money, and I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you paying that kind of uh, well, just people in general paying yeah, that just, kind of money. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's just say two hundred dollars make it even. You paying two hundred dollars for a jersey, right? And you that store that particular store might sell, say they sell a thousand a day. No. Alabama, they selling now. Well, just yeah, right. They gonna sell out. So they sell all those jerseys today, and now one of those, not not one dime is going to the player before this year, of course. Right. I don't know, I, and that's the thing. I don't know how they're gonna work that out. Like, like if they start doing with the jersey sales and all that, because they've been selling jerseys. Well, they, they would just throw the number on it. But well, you, here's you, the thing. You knew who it was. Here's though. the thing. I, from what I've been hearing, yeah, it's kind of like the Wild Wild West. It's gonna just let let it. Let everybody kind of do what they're gonna do, and I think what they're gonna do is like when the dust settles, then they start making rules. Because you got some cities that saying, "Okay, I'm gonna give you ten dollars for every jersey we sell." Mm-hmm. You got some saying, "I'm just gonna give you money, boom, for the jersey." You know, or you got some people up coming front. up front. You yeah. got, you know, so you got different cities, different places. Like I know MDN did a dot uh, somewhere in Michigan where I think I think it's ten dollars a jersey. I think, if I'm not mistaken. So. You know, there's no really concrete set of rules of how they're gonna pay players. I mean, but I, I, I'm not mad at that because I think for something like this that needed to be in place for a while, I think you should kind of see what works and what don't work. You know, and then kind of say, okay, let's try, let's try to like make some regulations because. I think if you came in with regulations, you still would have had some of the same problems. You still would have had some some because no one knows because nobody really knows what's gonna work and what's not gonna work. Yeah. You know, and you can you you make a regulation based on what you think may work or what not work, and, and it still might not work. It still come along. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? No, you're right. So I think like once you kind of let the dust settle, it's okay. Here's what we need to do. And to your point, it, you know, if you come in with rules and regulations. People are still going to try to find ways around it. Right. So, you know, boosters or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Right. They're still going to try to find ways you back around to the same it. Problem. And you get, you, <laughs> right. all he did was just upgraded the boat of problems that <laughs> right. he was in. Right. You went from a little, uh, uh, a little speedboat of problems mm-hmm. to just a yacht of problems. Right. And I think, so, I think what they should do, like once the dust settle, it still should be something minor that they change. Like, like, say for instance, the, the ten. Let's, let's take the ten dollars a jersey thing idea. Say, okay, that's not really a lot of enough money because you generate X amount of dollars. Say, and you always selling out, you right? Know, you know, so say, okay, 
maybe put a percentage on it. You know, the player needs to get this amount, this percentage. Twenty percent of jersey you know what sales. I'm saying? Or that kind of thing, and just kind of like tweak it from there. I think, I think you should. Twenty you know, percent be a lot. <laughs> right? I, yeah. Right. Especially sell. So you got. I look at it from that standpoint. I don't think it should be coming and say it's got to be fifty dollars a jersey. You know, that that might, that might not work. But maybe do a percentage and just kind of different ideas and see what works. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to do it because you want to be not only fair to the player. Fair to if you just talk about merch, mm-hmm. fair to the merchant. You know, you come in and say they got have 50%. Well, that might not be beneficial for the merchant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's kind of defeating the purpose. And even with speaker engagements, you got some players getting five hundred dollars, some players getting 10 grand to show up. Yeah. You know, just to speak. So yeah, I think those little minor things need to be worked out, but I don't think it should be like just like a guideline. Like the end of the NCAA in five years may be gone. Or either gone or retooled somewhere a different way. As a whole governing body of yeah, sports? Yeah, because in a minute, what you going to need them for? <laughs> I mean, think about it. The Power Five already took the power out of their hand. You see you know SEC? Well, yeah. Everybody want to join the SEC. I'm just saying, they already, they already took the power out of, out of their hands. So only thing, only, only thing, only place that really left to govern the small schools for right now. Yeah. But once this... This uh, thing with the SEC and all that stuff shake out because now the SEC is getting Oklahoma and Texas. Mm-hmm. Now the rest of the conference gonna have to make moves. Yeah. So once they, they then once the, once the other bigger conference take the rest of the bigger teams, then what you gonna do with the small teams? They gotta go somewhere. They have to go somewhere. Yeah. Then they might form a power conference of a small team of themselves. Yeah. So then what you need the NCAA for? You know what I'm saying? So, which is which has always been funny to me because you got the NCAA who's supposed to be the overall governing body, right? But then SEC has their own governing body. Mm-hmm. So does Pac twelve, mm-hmm. Big Ten, uh, Big Ten, Big Twelve, whatever. Uh, they ACC, all got their own. Right. Yeah, they all got their own. So to your point, side deals with TV deals, yeah, and stuff like that. Their own networks. What are you good for? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see. I, I see them either going your pointless governing body <laughs> going away <laughs> or or rebranding themselves or something different. I mean, they're gonna have to rebrand themselves as as probably I hate to say it, but it like kind of like a kind of like how you got, you know, federal government laws and then you got state laws. Okay. So and and but I'm not sure how they're gonna play it as in, hey. You know our rules and regulations supersede yours. But see, that's why. I, I, that's why I, I don't think. I don't think the NCAA as a governing body is going to be necessary anymore. Because mm. the way things are looking, I think they need to either. I, I don't know what their role would be, but as a governing body, govern governing body, I just don't see them being necessary in about another five, six years down the line. Because you got so many independents. I mean. Notre Dame is a wild card. They've always been independent. So, it's at least in football. In football, you know, my personal opinion: Notre Dame and Michigan need to squash their beef, and they need to be part of the Big Ten. It just makes sense. I get what you're saying, but Notre Dame has been independent in football for so long, right? And they made their own money with their own NBC contract. Deals. Times are changing, though, and I get times are changing, mm-hmm. but they still have always made money solo in football, right? And if they can probably make a deal with a conference that they can probably make more than what they're currently getting, mm-hmm. then I can see that happening. But 
if they looking at, oh no, I'm about to line looking real good over here with this NBC contract right. and being solo and independent in football. Right. Wait. Oh, you want us to share revenue? <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> we ain't shared shit in years. But here, here's the thing about Notre Dame. Notre Dame been a big name since I can remember. Since forever. But how, how name in the last three years, name good players that came out of Notre Dame. Uh what was the old boy that just got drafted to Cleveland? Uh yeah, I know you're talking about Jeremiah uh, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna put just the yeah. fucking last name. Yeah, um, the linebacker African guy. Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck up his last name. That's <laughs> one. Uh, I mean, even Julia or uh, Oak or uh, uh, what's his name? Or Accor. Accor. Uh, he, he ain't a superstar. Uh, Mattel. What's his name? What, Manti Teo? Manti Teo. Oh, oh, with the catfish. What, those with, with the, um blow up girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The uh, what's the, all right. <laughs> Uh, what's the quarterback? The black dude. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Uh, he ended up transferring to Florida State. Yeah. I damn it, I lost that motherfucker's name. I'm I saying, but he's not that. a superstar. No. So I'm saying, they're not, they're not producing Jerome Bettis no more. You know. <sighs> well, to to their credit, you know, and Notre Dame has been in the playoffs a couple of times. I mean, they get slaughtered every time, right? But they're there. Even though the dang USC game is not as big as it used to be. Not even close. You know? Not even close. I remember, was that 05, 06 when, uh, you know, Reggie Bush and Matt Lyon mm-hmm. and that Notre Dame, the push-in. Right. That game was bananas. Right. And that took that rivalry to another level. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that no more. It's not like that. Both programs is kind of down. Mm-hmm. Now, you take Notre Dame, put them in the Big Ten, and if Michigan ever can get back to where it used to be, you have Ohio State. Yeah, good luck with that, cuz. I think they can. They get rid of uh, Ohio. They just gave him an extension. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I don't know why. That they dude is not going. I just know. No, that's a whole other discussion. But um, he's one of the highest paid coaches in in, in college football, too. right? But but Michigan still carries something with it. Still got Ohio State. Indiana's starting to come along. Yep. Now you got Notre Dame. Northwestern's kind of Northwestern. They ain't. They like they five hundred teams. Yeah. But, um, they, but they can upset you. If now, you if Nebraska sleep. can get back to where they used nah. to be. <laughs> Scott Frost is on the investigation right now, so he got he got other issues to worry about. I'm just about. saying, and then no telling who they can pull in else with them. That's to be an attractive conference. I think the only team that that they for sure would bring in would probably be Kansas. I'd like to see Kansas or Kansas State. But it wouldn't be for the football purposes. For basketball. Definitely the basketball, basketball purpose. But for football, I like to see Kansas State. Kansas State always have a decent football team. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. TSU. Honest, uh, honestly, they should. If the Big 12 blows up mm-hmm. because you're losing Oklahoma, Texas, yeah. that's a huge loss. Right. How you? I don't care how you slice it. Right. That's a huge loss. You got two of your, your, two of your popular teams in mm-hmm. that conference are defected. Right, and that leaves you with a whole bunch of just, you know, mediocre. Here's, here's the thing too. I would like to see the Big Ten when they go after schools, be strategic about it. Mm-hmm. Talk to TSU. Now you're in a Dallas market. Mm-hmm. You're in a Texas market. Oh, TCU. Yeah, t- Texas, Texas Christian. Well, I say TSU. I'm like Texas. yeah, T. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Texas Christian. <laughs> horn frogs. What's one of the horn frogs? It is TS. 
TCU. Yeah, yeah. All right. the Horn Frog. <laughs> The one that uh, Opie Cunningham came from. <laughs> and we'll talk about him in just a second, But uh, too. anyway. Opie! You know, now you're in the Texas market. Yeah. You know. Since huge market. Huge market. So you can start recruiting down there. Mm-hmm. You know, start recruiting uh, in the Midwest. Then you get Kansas. That's good for your basketball. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and that's part of the Midwest out that way. So you got people in Iowa you can recruit. Those are all your linebacker, all your linemen and defensive linemen, you know. Yeah. And big cornfed, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cornfed boy. I played high school ball in <laughs> in Iowa, and boy, when I say these dudes, cornfed dudes, like you're not gonna get, you know, a lot of speed, mm-hmm. but them offensive line dudes, oh yeah, like they produce offensive line. Right. Like, I swear they be pushing tractors <laughs> like every weekend, bro. I swear. You, you know mean, what I'm saying? Get some big bastards. So, you, so I mean, I mean, so that, that's all, that's my thing about that. I think they should be. Strategic. strategic, they just need yeah. to start doing it now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Yeah, they should be doing it now because Texas, Oklahoma didn't wait. Yeah, they're looking at their future. They and they're trying to they're trying to the push that thing picture. quickly. They're trying to get done quickly. I know they said it's supposed to go in and uh, in effect in twenty twenty five. I think I'll get done for then. Oh yeah, they're gonna drop some bread for it. Could we think about it like this? And I, I can't remember if somebody said this too. I was th- I was thinking the same thing. But I think somebody. What up, though, Van? Um, Van, what up? Uh, with that, yeah. Damn, what the hell I was about to say? I don't know. What was you saying before? No, I was saying, uh, damn, I, I just forgot what the yeah, hell man, I was. That saying. weed is just like dropping nah, back and forth, nigga. Nah, you ain't gonna blame my. You ain't gonna blame that on me, dog. <laughs> and we was talking about uh, Texas. Yeah, the Texas market. Texas market. Oklahoma and Texas leaving. Right, right. And the Big Ten being strategic about, about pulling that thing out. Oh, speeding up the thing. Oh, speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. They're going to drop bread. But not only that, think about this. If you Oklahoma or Texas, I already told you at the Big 12, I don't want to play with y'all. Yeah, I'm already leaving. So now I'm going to sit four years disgruntled. Yeah. Or four years. And we don't, that's like you telling your wife, look, we're going to get a divorce in 2024. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So enjoy it. So enjoy what you can now. Because I'm leaving. You know, you know how this disgruntled that whole household <laughs> going to be? Well, you know would, how toxic would, that is? I would hate to live in you know a toxic, toxic that situation is? like that. <laughs> I'll be sleeping with two eyes open. Hey, you better learn how to train to sleep with your eyes open for, <laughs> for real. real. And then it's, the, it's the same kind of thing. You know, you're in a conference where you always put out there, you only want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. That's true. And then recruiting-wise, why I want to come there? Yeah. Well, I mean, y'all leaving anyway. Yeah. You know, so they're going to try. It's, it's in a, I think it's in the interest of, of both parties to kind of speed this up, get ready now so you can see what you got, what you have left. And, and the big, in the uh, big 12 thing, get ready now, see what we're going to have left, see what we need to do with our conference. Start strategizing. Start strategizing. But to the big 12, what they, and, and to your credit, because I agree 100% with your point. Mm-hmm. I would go to Texas, Oklahoma, and be like, look, that's our price that we want. Right. Because obviously y'all don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to beg you. Right. This is what we want. This we want. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not like the school can't pay it. <laughs> I mean, Rutgers had to do the same thing. They went to Big when Ten. When they went to Big Ten. Um, I think Nebraska East. did. Um, a couple other teams, they just paid their way out. Yeah. You know, like, I think, say, like, the price was, like, 76 mil. They ended up negotiating the 50. Mm-hmm. They paid it. Boom, we Boom, out. We out. You know, yeah. so 
That's probably going to end up being the same. Thing. Oh, exactly. You know, because what's the point? And that was Rucker. So you talk about Texas and Oklahoma. They got the money. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so hey, so like, hey, we're just going to stick around. Right. I hate you though. <laughs> I don't like you, but we'll stick around. We don't I don't understand. Why the heck we get Rutgers anyway? <laughs> In the Big Ten. It's like what benefit? I can understand Nebraska. Nebraska is a story program. And you, they're close. And you'll figure they'll come back somewhere. Hopefully, you thinking they'll get back to where they used to be somewhere down the line. So don't hold your breath. But Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> I, I don't I, I haven't heard. I mean, they had a few players though to come out of the football. Um, program Cordy twins, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying here Couple and there, here and there. But it's like, besides that, you get you trying to just get in the Jersey market. I guess I don't know. <laughs> as long as I can think of, what up though, Mel? Melvin Wall, what's Mel up? Say thug life. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Melvin Wall, right, the right. old man down podcast network. Yeah, so I, I, I never understood that. Um, uh, uh, what being say, um. They got records so um so biting teams can't recruit recruit <laughs> in the big east. Okay, I I can understand that. I got you. Kind so they kind of got records for that market. For a uh, kind of like eastern yeah. New York metropolitan yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's cool, whatever, but you know, they don't, you know, Maryland. I don't know how Maryland ended up in the Big 10. Maryland good foot in basketball foot, though. In basketball, yes. Now, if you say like uh, specifically, I don't know what exactly specifically that they brought him in for. I, what the hell, Mel say? Mel say why we switch spots? Oh, oh it, it was an accident, Mel. Let me... There it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, look, they got to figure it out. Right. So, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I know we just went through a whole rabbit hole because. It's good to see that the players get the NIL because there's a lot of money that's getting passed around right. through college sports, period. So I love that. Um, <laughs> of course, you got preseason NFL. Right, right. Uh, tonight we got the uh, the Eagles and the Patriots tonight. Um, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Um, I'm excited to see. You know, I hate to say it. I I, I want to see Mac Jones progress. And Matt Rufus ain't nigga with Mac in his name. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens. You know, that they're, they're the only preseason game tonight, so it'll be on the NFL network if right. you have it. Um I do thanks to Lamar. Uh kind of like um we were talking about last week or Monday. Cam has to he Cam has to has a good he needs to have a good game tonight. Cam needs to start showing that he's worthy of that number one QB position. Um, I, I'm not sure, Melvin, but I think he should uh, get the first string. Uh, Mel says that uh, Matt get Matt, Matt getting the first string uh, minutes tonight. He should. He should. I don't know if he is because look, Belichick keeps saying that Cam's a guy. I'm not sold on that because his play hasn't showed me that he's. So to be the guy, right? Now, Mac Jones, you know, I thought he 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 looked decent. He looked good. And I think until until Melvin Point, yeah, that's why I think he should get the first string minutes so you can see what he looked like against the ones, against the ones. And if he has a great game tonight against the ones, you got you got you got to start him. You got to start him. 
If Cam, That's future. Look, if Cam cannot win the job in week one, I don't know if he's in the league next year. Somebody take a chance on him. For what? Somebody take It's always somebody. But for what? Look, man. We we got for Marcus Russell. But I'm saying starting position. We okay, and 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 soon as they the tape and the film was on them, we knew what we was. <laughs> you got film and tape on Cam at, at this point, 10, 11 years of it. Yeah. For what? Now let me say now to your point. Let me say this. He had some flashes. Yeah, one year, 2015, MVP season. No, that was his best year. But I'm saying he still had some flashes where I'll say, okay, I'll take a chance on him. It wasn't until recently that he looked like garbage. No, man, come No, you, no, bro, no, 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 you no, know, no. You know I'm big. You, you, you know I'm you, big on talking you, about but Cam. But you are bro. hard on Cam. Because my thing I, is like this. My thing is like this. Pair Cam. I mean, pair him. Compare Cam to other low t- lower tier quarterbacks, and he barely beating them out. But my thing, I'm, I'm talking about his career. I ain't talking about oh, career. Recently. Okay, I ain't talking about recently. I still say, as a from the eye test, if you are in need of a quarterback up until recently, you'd have took a chance on him. What I say was, yeah, top tier, no. No, but I'm saying. So you're saying if if your starting quarterback got hurt, right? You need somebody. You need somebody. Okay. You would say, That's okay, I will plug him That's in fair. here. That's fair. Better li- That's fair. Trent okay. Different went to a suit. But I keep saying. No, no, I'm saying. <laughs> I, look, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I can see. That's so, fair. That's so fair. Now, recently, especially last year, and I'm gonna read what Melvin said in a minute. Especially last year, he looked horrible. What? Well, uh, let me see what Mel said because he might say I'm about to say. Um, do you buy that Cam had an unfair shot uh, with being signed late last year, having no training camp, no defense, opt out, no wideouts, and COVID? Cam is still a starter in this league. Um, now, I'm gonna say this, man. Well, go ahead. Look, I don't want to say it's unfair to Cam. It was unfair to every last player on 32 teams last year. Everybody was in the same situation, mm-hmm. had the same obstacles to deal with. Right. You had those who made the 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 point and to make the plays, mm-hmm. and Cam didn't. Period. I think every last person that played in the NFL last year all had to deal with the same exact obstacles. There's no difference. Um, I will say this to your point and male point. Yes, New England lost a lot of players last year. That's fair. They did. And yeah, you you right and Mel said, well, with a training camp, without training camp. And all those are legitimate things. But here's my thing. <laughs> At that level, mm-hmm. some of the things that Cam was doing, like throwing the ball in the dirt on a on an out route. I'm telling you he can't hit a damn out route. It's unacceptable. Worse shit. You know what I'm saying? That is unacceptable for a starting quarterback. Period. If you're a third string, we expect that. No, I'm still expecting <laughs> you to hit that out. I'm just, I'm just saying. My thing is, is once you got to the NFL, I'm my expectations are are higher for you. Right, I mean, because, I agree. because you are at the epitome of the best of the best of this sport. But we talking about starting now, starting I, quarterback, I, I, I and you, you and you throwing a ball in the dirt to an out route, like you trying to hit Bushwick or somebody. <laughs> That's ridiculous. 
Hey, aunt, catch it. Right. <laughs> you know catch it, aunt. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't think that's more of my, my reasoning behind Cam. I mean, it's not about. I take in consideration what you said, Mel, about not having the players. You know, COVID, catching COVID, all those things. But then here's the new year. He's still looking the same. He still look the same. There's, there's no. And here's the thing. If you look at that preseason game last week, and I know mm-hmm. Cam didn't get a lot of snaps, there wasn't, to your point, I, I saw the same Cam from last year in that right. preseason game. Right. I am I need to see Cam, and we said this Monday, he needs to play like 2015 Cam to secure that job. Right. Period. Because you know Belichick, the media knows Belichick, the whole world knows about how Belichick theory is. I like to win. If you don't give me the best chance to win, you don't play. That's true. And so if Mac Jones goes against the ones and lights it up, he's going to feel that pressure from not only from the fan base, I bet you they're going to be talking in the locker rooms. Hey, man, Mac Jones killed that shit tonight. No, no, Cam was looking like straight garbage. <laughs> All right, let's see. Mel said Cam is a hundred percent football player playing in the QB position. Other quarterbacks have to make all the throws, but Cam makes up for the throws. Oh, uh, he don't make up throw his legs. Okay, but he still ain't a hundred percent running now. He ain't the same Cam running he was before. He's at this point he's short yardage Cam. Right. He's going. He he look. I will always give Cam his compliments. Mm-hmm. He's a red zone threat. Right. No matter what, he's liable to, you know, at least get the short intermediate passes when he's accurate on them mm-hmm. to get the touchdown. He's also still a, a running threat in the right. red zone. I will never take that away from right. him. Right. He will give you touchdowns, majority of it on the run. But in today's league, where the quarterback is your most important position and you have to make the throws, I'm not 100% on board that Cam can make the throws that you need to as a quarterback. Right. And uh, to me, that's always been his biggest knock. All right, Mel. Mel says, um, Mac look promising, but I promise you this. He's going to make your words look bad. <laughs> <laughs> if they throw him out there, don't be fooled. It, to, to a degree, Mel, I kind of agree because that's, that's why I preface my statement with saying, I want to see how he look against the ones. Of course, I think you know. I think we all kind of came to the same agreements. All the quarterbacks from this year's draft that got drafted in the first round all look pretty good. They made certain plays. Mm-hmm. They've all kind of looked a little bit of deer in the headlights, a little nervous right. at points. Made a couple of mental mistakes. Some of them held on to the ball too long. Mm-hmm. We get that. But what I'm saying is, as in for your future. Especially with the Patriots, you just mm-hmm. made all these free agent signings, spent the most free agent money that they've ever done. Right. And you're trying to get back on track because I don't care if there's just I don't care what anybody says. And I'm pretty sure there's not a story written out about it. Belichick had to have been sour seeing Tom raise that trophy without him last year. <laughs> I don't care. That's that's just human nature because mm-hmm. we were tied to each other for 20 years, had so much success. It has always been a debate of. Who do you give the props to? Who was the who was the driving force of those six championships? Right. And now the quarterback that was part of that situation gets one without the coach. 
you don't tell me that's not eating at his ego a little bit. It is. It, it is. has to be. So I'm saying if Cam doesn't even come close to at least a good separation between him and Mac Jones, mm-hmm. I got to go with Mac Jones. Right. I'm going to speak to what you said. And I'm going to read Mel's comment. Yeah. But um, here's my thing about the whole Cam situation. And I'm going to read this first comment. Mel said, do you want TDs or pretty throws? Of course we want TDs. But how many TDs did Cam get last year? Cam Cam had less than t less than ten throwing touchdowns, and right. he had double digit running touchdowns. Right. So I think total at this point total twenty. Man. Now, now going back to Mac Jones, I just like the way he he looked poised. He did. He didn't look nervous. No. You know, and those kind of those one or two times he held on to the ball. Right. So, so those are kind of I looked at some of the intel, intangible things when I was watching him because I, I understood he wasn't playing against the number ones mm-hmm. or with the number ones, you know, as far as off his offense and against number one defense. So I I more looked at okay, let's look at the intangible things. Is he anxious back there in the pocket? You know, how's he how's his reads? Is he reading? Is he going ahead and hitting the check down when he don't have anything? Those kind of things. And from that standpoint, I think he looked decent. You know, now, yes, he needed to be tested more to see how he look against number one defense and playing with the, with the um, number one offense. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm not 100% saying that Matt Jones is the man. Yeah, I'm just going by what I saw Cam do last year compared to he came into this year still throwing the same. And then what you're reading and seeing about training camp and how Mac Jones is beating off three of them out in training camp. Yeah, look. And they saying Cam wasn't even doing better than this, this third string quarterback. So, so, so I'm, I'm in, you know, just, just to throw this out there, mm-hmm. Cam played 15 games last year, started off 15, mm-hmm. went seven and eight as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got eight throwing touchdowns. And ten interceptions. I can't. I can't rock with right, that. Sound like Jameson out there. I, I mean, I, I'm. I. I can't rock with that. Uh, rushing. So yeah, he's going to give you. Like I said, he got twelve rushing TDs last year. Mm-mm. You know, I, I get it. So well, most know, of them was inside the red zone. Red zone. Mm-hmm. So you 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 bring only twenty touchdowns. More than half of it is rushing. Right. If if I want the, that type of production. I'll just run the damn wildcat. I need a quarterback. You can't win in today's NFL without a quarterback. That's just that's just how the league is set up and how it's running right now. It's been it's been pass heavy for the last almost ten years. Mm-hmm. and now that you add another game, the passing records might go just get obliterated right now because they just look at. Kansas City, pass happy. Mm-hmm. Buffalo has gone gotten away from the run. <laughs> I was like, who is he doing? Pass happy. Hey, okay. Let me, let me uh, speak to. Oh no, 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 Mel, you got a point. But, I, but, I, but, but hold I, on, hold I, on, hold on, hold on. They, there ain't, there ain't you no have a, top you receivers. Have a, you, ha, you have a point there, but I will say this. Okay, Mel said, uh, "I need one of y'all, both of y'all, on the man down to discuss each division." Which one? When day? Just, yeah, just tell us what day. Tell us what day. And then he said, who is he throwing to? But, see, I think you're missing my original point. If you – I don't care if you – if you're throwing it to, uh, you know, the worst receiver in the world, 
If you're not hitting him in his hands, I can. If you're not hitting him in his chest, I don't know. I can't let you say that. If you're not being accurate, because you as a Lions fan know damn well that a lot of those throws Mm -hmm. that went to Megatron, that was Megatron. Well, yeah, that wasn't necessarily Matthew. You're missing my point. My point. My point. My point is not the quality of receiving. My point is, even if you don't have a quality receiver, you still need to hit them in his hands. I, I get that. To be accurate. So I, you, put a, you need to put them in a position where they can't catch the ball. I get that. And, I, and I'm with you with mm-hmm. that. But what I'm saying is, you can't take out the factor that there's a lot of times that a receiver can aid a quarterback. I agree. And if you ain't get... But, okay, going back I, to your I, Matthew Stafford point. I'm going to go back to your Matthew Stafford okay, point. Okay, go and ahead. I, I mentioned this last show. When you have a, a a quarterback making certain throws, mm-hmm. if I have a Megatron, I'm a throw it a certain way because I know Megatron can go get it. Okay. So it's not it's not a, a, a issue of Matthew throwing a bad pass more if he's throwing it where he can get, get it. it. Okay. He's taller, he's bigger, he's stronger. I'm a, of course most of my throws gonna be up high mm-hmm. because I know he can go get it. Yeah. You know. So it's not me defending Matthew Staff on any. Either which way, I'm just saying in general, yeah. when you're looking at quarterbacks and you, you know, we throwing you either throwing to a spot or you're throwing it where you your receiver, the type of receiver you have can get it. Okay. So in the Megatron's point, he was taller, bigger, and a strong guy. Um, a lot of my pass to him probably will be up high. I might throw it a little further, like I know he can stretch out and get it. Yeah. You know, so look at it from that standpoint. Um a member said Allen and Buffalo look uh, Allen in Buffalo. I can get Buffalo out. Look, yeah. Look like a a, birth, a a bus until Diggs showed up. You're right. Yes or no? Um, I think that Allen did approve, but Diggs did help him. Of course. Yeah. Big time. Look, we've said it before. The man was a 52% mm-hmm. completion quarterback rookie year. 54 mm-hmm. year two. Last year, year three, boom, all of a sudden he's a 64% right. completion quarterback. Completion right. percent <laughs> quarterback. I know, right? Sixty-four percent. Well, she would be on the table. They don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so so, and I get what you're saying, but there are certain things that a receiver can make up that you know for a quarterback to aid them. And 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 I'm with you, Mel, on that point. Right. I before Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen. Had little to nothing to work with, but he also wasn't an accurate quarterback. He wasn't. No, 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 no those are facts. He yeah. Wasn't. So now that you get a dog at receiver, and now that and they kind of start bringing in Cole Beasley mm-hmm. as a slot guy. Yeah. Uh, I think they changed their offensive scheme and got a got a different offensive coordinator. So mm-hmm. that helps, right? You you and and this kind of ties back into when that relationship with coaching and athlete comes in mm-hmm. because you can have a great athlete. Mm-hmm. And you, he's going to have certain things that he does great, right? And you have to coach him up on things that he doesn't do great, right? And so you got to play to his strengths, mm-hmm. work on his weaknesses, right? And I think that's what happened last year. It was just a a perfect storm for that offense, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it helped the coaching and how you do certain things helped him, right? And so you know it. Look, it, it, to me, it's a catch twenty-two with with some of these quarterbacks um, because you know what they do well. Mm-hmm. Like since we've been talking about Cam, you know what he does well. He's a red zone threat. He's 
He's hard to tackle, hard to take down. Mm -hmm. He's always going to be a threat with his feet. But he's limited and has always been limited on the passing side. So you're going to have to deal with the (laughs) pros, and then you're going to have to figure out. I think Melvin wrote an album. (laughs) (laughs) I got the Christie out here. (laughs) Uh, Older quarterbacks look bad throwing the ball, often Peyton, Breeze, Brady. However, not many people will talk about it because they aren't known for that. My point is that people highlight every bad throw that Cam throws because it's cliche. Um, he is not overwhelming. Overwhelmingly, he is not overwhelmingly. I don't know why I can't say that word, but anyway, that much worse than um, the average starting quarterback: Lamar, Tannehill, Allen, Rivers, Fitzmagic, etc. What you think? It's crazy because you've heard me say last year, I mm-hmm. compared to Josh Allen at one point, the white Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was a fair comparison because mm-hmm. Josh Allen was treading that way where you, you weren't hundred percent sold on his passing abilities, but you knew what kind of threat he was on his feet. And Josh Allen's a big motherfucker. Yeah. He's a big yeah, dude. He's a big guy. So, and that's what I was seeing the comparisons as. Mm-hmm. But now that you see Josh Allen was being more consistent with his accuracy, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I could start comparing him and Cam together because Josh Allen was in that one season last year, mm-hmm. out of his third years in, in, in the NFL, was being more consistent and accurate. Right. I can't sit here and, and I've seen Cam's stats. A million times because I have debated him whether <laughs> I liked him or not. A, right. Like literally a thousand times in my life. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been consistent with accuracy. And that's what I need from a quarterback. That's just me personally. Right. You know, a, as a fan of football and what I like in a quarterback, I need accuracy and I don't get consistent accuracy from Cam. And, and is and, and it's not like he can't make certain throws. It's just that he's not consistent with it. Mm-hmm. If Cam was consistently hitting all the throws like he was in 2015, mm-hmm. I would never have to debate Cam because right. there'd be no doubt about how great he is. Right. But he hasn't been consistent. And he's what, in the year 11 and year 12 now? Right. And we're still talking about your consistency with being accurate? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Melvin said first part. He said older quarterbacks like Peyton Breeze and Brady. Um, now the Denver Bronco, um, Peyton. The last two years of Denver, he was he was he was trash. He was horrible. He, he was trash. <laughs> he was horrible. But he saw good, Father Tom kick right. his ass. But he, he had, had a good defense. He had a Super Bowl defense. Drew Brees still showed flashes of good quarterbacking. Was he the same Drew Brees before? No, still no. of himself. And Brady never was like an overwhelmingly uh, overwhelming athlete. passer or well, athlete. Think about what Brady did. Dink and dunk, dink and duck. Take the deep ball. Take, take the deep ball. You know? Be smart with the ball. Be smart with the ball. Right. Take a shot. Take a shot. So he never was like a, a Marino no. type passer. You know? He was kind of like. He was never flashy. He was never really flashy with his numbers, with his passing. He had the right scheme. But, that's but then that showed up. The beginning half of Tampa Bay, yeah, a lot of miscues, a lot of you no know, bad passes, a lot in a couple bad I, interceptions. Well, I think that was just because you know 
like Cam mm-hmm. and every other quarterback, Tom Brady had the same situation. I got no training camp. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with COVID. I'm on a new team. Same thing with Cam. Right. I got no training camp. Mm-hmm. Dealing with COVID. I'm on a new team. Okay. New offensive scheme. And at some point during the season, Bruce Arians, if if people pay attention to what the what the Buccaneers did, mm-hmm. they first came out trying to run Bruce Arians' offense. Right. You know, risk it, no biscuit. Mm-hmm. Let the motherfucker fly. Right. It wasn't working. And so he's he he got out of his own way and was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. I got a motherfucking Tom Brady. Right. Hey, Tom, we're kind of, you know, fluttering on offense. Right, right. What can we do to get back on track? And if people notice, the play calling was starting to look a little Patriot-ish. You know, they got back to running the ball, intermediate throws, uh, you know, Tom <laughs> getting the ball out of his hand quick, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then let his athletes do what he do. And then later in the season, that's when you start seeing a big mix of Bruce Arians' philosophy of running the right, offense right. and some Tom Brady patriotism of how to run the offense, and it took him through a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It does help you have a Super Bowl winning defense. Right. But to get that offense going, it has to be some kind of balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't force you to run my offense, and I see it's not working. Right. Because I think if – if Bruce Arians would have been an arrogant coach last year mm-hmm. and just be like, no, I, I know you're Tom Brady, but I'm still the coach. I'm the coach. I'm the coach. Right. If he would have had that attitude, they wouldn't have won that Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, is, is that I, fair to say? I, I, I can go with that. So, I mean, Brady, look, Brady's an outlier. Mm-hmm. He's 44. Right. And and he's still doing the same dink and dunk, dink and dunk, didn't take a shot mm-hmm. that he's done his whole 21-year career. Right. And he's got seven rings to prove that it works. Mm-hmm. But that's for him. Right. That can't work for everybody. So, and that's what I'm saying. That's when the coach, coaching part has to come in and say, look, I know what your strengths are. Yeah, we're going to play to it. Mm-hmm. But just so that we don't come stale and uh, defenses can't get a read on us, let's work on what you don't do well. Right. And that can be a, 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 always a wrench to a defensive game plan because they don't know what to expect when right. they see that. Right, right. Um, Melba said um, Cam has had Greg Olson as a target and Steve Smith. Give him weapons, build on offense, and get the popcorn ready. Cam will ball this season. Hey, look, you saw you bring up a great point, Mel, and this was always one of my debating talking points with Cam. He had all pro receiver and Steve Smith, mm-hmm. who will be a Hall of Famer. Right. He had Greg Olson in his prime, mm-hmm. a multiple pro bowler tight end. Right. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Benjamin had a breakout year, mm-hmm. one year, and then got fat and injured a lot. Right. Um, other than that. He had a decent running game. He had. Uh, he had Foster. He, and, he, had, um, he had D'Angelo Williams. Mm-hmm. He had uh, uh, Jonathan Stewart. Mm-hmm. Two great running backs. Not, not great, but above average right. running backs on the same team at the same time. Mm-hmm. He had weapons. Right. The, the year that they went to the Super Bowl, just about his whole offensive line went to the Pro Bowl. Right. And so this is my thing, you know, just like any other quarterback, you know, we're having the same, you know, kind of conversation with Tua. If you surround quarterback 
with talent, then you can see what he can do. And that's why this injury with Carson Wentz sucks because I really wanted to see if he really was that dude or not. Right. Because when you go to Indy, it's not Philly. Mm -hmm. Indy has less holes than Philly. Philly had a whole bunch of problems on that team. Say, holes. Say, say say it again. Holes on the team. Not <laughs> holes. Right, Philly got less holes than Indy. This, this is a lady. Right. Lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah holes. Say, Philly got less holes than Indy. Yeah, less holes to fill <laughs> right. as in problems on okay. the team, sir. All right. All right. So so when you surround Carson Wentz with everything that's in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and if he can't get the job done there, we need to have a different conversation. Okay. Okay. Now, if he was still in Philly, you see what the, what what that organization is doing. We don't know what Philly's doing. Right. You know, three years removed from winning a Super Bowl, and all of a sudden, these cats can't even get to the playoffs all of a sudden. So I don't know what the hell is going on with that organization. Right. But, you know, they're not the only organization that's, that's having, you know, issues. Look at the Saints. I think I need to talk about the Saints. Because I, 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 need, I need to say Same. this. Stay on your side of the picture, nigga. I'm, this is my hot take of the year. Okay, go ahead, hot take. The New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. will not make the playoffs. Okay, nigga, that ain't no surprise. No, because I'm saying, you know, everybody's saying, oh, you know, Saints defense, Saints defense. But, you know, look at <sighs> some of the... Offense, uh, uh, the defensive lineman that they lost to free agency. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You got to find a way to make sure you fix that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, uh, I don't trust their quarterbacks, man. Period. You got 50 50 Jamison out there. Period. I do not trust Jameis Winston, Mr. Crablegs 50 50. Mm-hmm. And I damn sure don't trust, uh, uh, slightly upgraded Tim Tebow and, and Taysom Hill. <laughs> right. I don't. Uh, we talked about it multiple times. How do you not know that Drew Brees is getting old, he's getting to the end of his career, Mm -hmm. and you don't address your future at that position? Yeah, because Jameson wasn't your future. If that was the case, and I'm saying this with with wholeheartedly sincerity, Mm -hmm. you should have kept Teddy. Oh, yeah. I don't care what you say about Teddy still... 28, 29, mm-hmm. you know, he's still serviceable. Right. You know, he he's always been a quarterback that tries not to make the mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, interceptions is part of the game. Every quarterback, quarterback is going to throw interception. Right. But Teddy Bridgewater is, he was kind of in that mode of a Alex Smith-ish, you know, he's going to take the shots every now and then when he feels it's appropriate. Right. But he's going to more than likely be, you know, protecting the ball. Mm-hmm. And so why not? I think they should have kept him. Okay. But you don't address the most important position knowing that Father Tom is kicking at that man's door. <sighs> Look at Pittsburgh. Honestly, I like Pittsburgh's situation because – even though Mason Rudolph is not going to blow your blow the lid off of any game, mm-hmm. he's got game experience. Okay, he knows that offense. Mm-hmm. I also like how Dwayne Haskins has been looking in the preseason. I actually, I wouldn't be upset if Dwayne Haskins 
moves up in that death chart above Mason Rudolph. And because you, we all know, you know, Ben probably going to at some point take an injury. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. So I wouldn't mind seeing Dwayne Haskins has uh, a game experience. Two years as a starter. You know, we know about the off-field not making smart decisions and, you know, and, and Ron Rivera was was pretty rough on him. And, you know, hey, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. But he's been looking good. I didn't see the Pittsburgh game, so I can't say. He's been looking good. I, I, I think he needed that. He needed to be around, you know, Maybe I don't know if that's a Mike Tomlin effect, mm-hmm. but my thing with Mike Tomlin sometimes he he feels, um, you know, he uh, a a coach that players love to play for, mm-hmm. but sometimes he's too lax. Okay, because that whole Antonio Brown saga was was crazy. Uh, you know, the Mr. TikToker Juju, Juju. Mm-hmm. you know, being a distraction. I don't care how you slice it; that's a distraction. You know, doing the little TikTok and shit on everybody's logo. No, you you asking for unnecessary drama that's that's no, not conducive. Really, Juju that that fight, man. <laughs> How do you? I mean, they trying to pull you away. You still trying to get into it. Mm. At least they were smart enough to say, "Hey, man, you know, you don't want to mess your career like that." Oh, Chase Claypool. Yeah, that's when he got Claypool. That's yeah, Claypool. That's yeah. Right. That's but that wasn't smart though. Yeah, he was trying to get into an altercation. Right. And luckily, his people's like, nah, bro, what is you doing? Right. Get your ass far away from that shit. That was idiotic, man. Because that was stupid. Yeah. Because we talked about that situation. I'm telling you, in 2021, in 2020, whatever, you know, I think it happened in 2020, the situation. But I'm just saying 2021, you know, just this day and age, you know, people don't fight no more. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these cats are scared to throw hands, mm-hmm. but they ain't scared to throw a bullet. Right. So that situation could have got ugly. It could have went left quick. Right. And he could have possibly messed around and lost his career. And you just had your rookie season, had a great season. Right. And I think, too, I don't look at it from this standpoint. You swing on my man. You mess your hand up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're a receiver. You're a receiver. You, you need that. <laughs> what you going to catch with your wrist? <laughs> so that's one thing. Or just you swing and say, right, say you fall, twist the ankle, or they stump you out. Oh, you're a receiver. Oh, how you going to run? You know what I'm saying? You're going to hide your way to couldn't run with the bullet in his leg. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Oh, with cheddar bobbing himself. Right, you know what I'm saying? Ow! <laughs> So my thing is like you know you have to look at those those factors. You you are the commodity. Mm-hmm. You are the asset. Uh, they uh, people are eating off of you. Mm-hmm. So you got to protect you. Since we're on the topics of quarterback, so uh, you know Justin Fields had a breakout game in a preseason week one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's currently dealing dealing with a growing injury. Probably not too much to really think about, but probably something just put in the back of your head and mm-hmm. come back to it because, you know, you, you don't want to put too much on, you know, minor injuries like that. But, right. but a growing can grow into something problematic. That's what I call it growing. <laughs> <laughs> but the statement of the year, y'all. So your boy, Andy Dalton. Oh, yeah, went, <laughs> he said, oh, yeah. 
you know, just is going to be a great guy, but my time is now. Your time was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Your time is over. Bruh, when I saw that he has said that. I told you he's going to be salty because of the way had, they brought him in. I had laughed hysterically. Because the way they brought him mess. in, I, I told you he's going to be, because if you look at his, his statement where he got there, the <laughs> reason why I chose to come here because they promised yeah, me to start. Yeah. Right, I'm saying? So you know that's on his mind the whole time. Oh, he bitter as hell. You know what I'm saying? And they they drafted my man, and he kind of showed out the first game. He probably scared. He been scared. He, scared. he was scared when they traded up. To go get Justin in the draft. Isn't you know, it? I think he was nervous but not scared. Because you, you still didn't know what, what he's getting. But once what he you th- mean? Come on, man. Nervous, not scared? He, what? <laughs> what? This is a surprise that they wouldn't get no, a quarterback to no, him? I'm not saying that. I'm okay. Saying, I'm saying I bring you in. I promise you. Just take real, real life. I bring you in Northfield. I say, I promise you the sous chef position. Right, so you thinking whatever happened, I'm a sous chef. I bring in Edgar. Mm. You know, also you seeing Edgar do all this other stuff, but you probably thinking when he first. No, I'm sorry. Before you even start doing something, they bring in Edgar, and they say, "Well, Edgar got all these skills." Blah blah. blah. You ain't thinking because he got all these skills. So what? I'm the sous chef. They told me I'm the sous chef. So you you might be a little nervous. Like, why they bring my man in? But you ain't thinking. Then you start seeing all the stuff he doing. Now you like. Now I'm getting a little scared now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think it's kind of that situation. Yeah, they draft the quarterback. You know they're going to draft a quarterback anyway. Then you are you draft the best pair available, and you know that you're not the long-term. So you know you're not the long-term solution. Yeah, it was a one-year deal. He, he knew he, he knew, knew a long-term solution. He knew they are going to draft something. Mm-hmm. You know, someone, I mean. So you're like, okay, yeah, I'm a little nervous, but I'm good. They told me I got this position. Then he shows out that first game. Yeah. And then you're reading the headlines on top of that. And they and I know they told You know, somebody said somebody, oh yeah, that too. Somebody on um, somebody said somewhere either in social media or one of the headlines, you can just start Justin Fields. Yeah, I said it. Well, well, yeah, you then that. you said it. I'm just saying. Hey, I don't know sports said it. Yeah, we said it. <laughs> so Justin Fields need to be starting week one. So that now that's making him scared because now you hear the chatter. He's like, oh wow, you know, I may not be starting. So he had to say something like that. He had to. He had to say face. He had to say something. He can say it. But at the end of the day, Matt Nagy be a fool to not start on. We know what the deal is. Unless he just self-destructs the next couple of preseason games. If Nagy want to be there next year, he needs to start Justin Fields. Hell, Nagy want to make it through the end of the year. Well, he had to. <laughs> yeah. Because, it look, I know he's been to the playoffs two of his three years and, and two of those years with Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. I get it. But th- look at Philly. Teams are not – they're not resting on being content with certain amount of success. Mm-hmm. Eagles literally just won a Super Bowl three years ago. And the coach that brought it there ain't even there. Mm-mm. Got the axe. The quarterbacks, they take on there and not there. Neither one of them. Right. So it, NFL is is literally an instant league. They're looking for instant instant success and, and consistent success. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you do have to break 
do the mold and get the big one. Right. You got you got to win a Super Bowl. Chicago's everybody knows that Matt Nagy and, and the GM Ryan Pace are on the high seat. They know it. Mm-hmm. That's why they went and got Justin Fields. They know it. Right. So if I know it, you know it. Mm-hmm. They know it. I'm pretty sure Andy, and Andy Dalton knew that going in before he signed that contract. Like, look, these guys is on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. They gonna have to make a splash in the draft, and specifically at the quarterback position because that's been the number one problem with that team. Right. He should have known that. Okay. And they're gonna get a high prospect, a high draft prospect. Okay. High rated prospect that's going to have a certain amount of skills that he can't duplicate or replicate. Okay, I'm with that. So he should have known that. Yeah, I know what they told me, but he should have had something in the back of his mind. Be like, yo, these I'm, these cats might might switch up on me real quick. I know what they said. <laughs> I know what they said. Right. But uh, <laughs> are they really going to stick with me over Justin Fields? <laughs> but Andy Dalton needs to go out and show that, hey, man, I can still I play. Can, I can still play. He's not going to be able to do it, but that's what he needs of to course. do. Of course. So when he says a comment like this, you better go out there. And show us your time. Man. You about to show us your time. Man, I'm telling you. Because you running out of time. Running out of time. And if you're making comments like this and you can't back it up with your play, you a waste of time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You hit the nail on the head with hey, that one. Look, for real, at that point, you's a waste of time. And, you know, so we're going to keep this quarterback uh, theme going. Deshaun Washington, man. Mm. News just keep dropping on this man. Deshaun Washington in Houston, they got soap opera down there. Right. But to his credit, this is actually might be positive news for him. Right. So when I first saw this headline of FBI investigate. FBI joining the Sean Watson investigation. I was like, oh, Mm-mm. damn, bro. Oh, now you got the fans on the you? Fans. Moving bricks. Oh, oh, you in trouble, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even front, dog. I ain't even gonna cap. I thought, I was like, oh, no, this, this dude in trouble, trouble. trouble He's on the fan call, dog. Because, <laughs> bro, you got the NFL investigating the situation. Right. You got the police accusing investigating the situation. And that, oh, you got the fans on me? Oh, rallies. oh you got the fans? But no, I, I dug deep into the situation. So the FBI mm-hmm. reached out to uh, his representation, his attorney, uh, Rusty Harden. Right. And they're saying um, that one of the possible accusers mm-hmm. is being investigated for extortion of the situation. Mm. And uh, I don't know if anybody has seen the uh, uh, the quote from Rusty Harton, but he kind of uh, threw out some text messages from one of the accusers, and it didn't sound anything like she was distraught or, you know, mad about anything. It kind of seemed like she was just, like, embarrassed that something happened. Right. It didn't seem like she didn't enjoy it. Like, like, she didn't enjoy herself. Right. Or didn't want anything to happen. and Or, you know. She was chasing a bag. So here's my question. So when you got the FBI investigating one of these accusers of extortion, does that taint 
The other 22? It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to. But it's hard I to mean, look past that, though. I mean, that's just like a juror, when they, you got a, a, a trial by jury, mm-hmm. and a juror hears certain information, they're supposed to disregard that if that information is not supposed to be said in court. But you human. You can't disregard that. And that's why some lawyers will say certain things yeah. or do certain things because they, they, they betting on mm-hmm. you to tap into your humanity. Your emotions. Right. So. Good lawyers do. Yeah. So that make the big money. Right. So to your point, it's not supposed to, but it can taint it. Because now it can make the rest of them look questionable. Like, well, shoot, she out the money. She trying to get the, the bag. Maybe the other 22 trying to get the bag. Did bitches come up in a huddle or something? You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, man, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> You're going to choose this day. I'm going to choose that day. Right. And we all going to get the bag. Break right. three. Break. <laughs> Break. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, this may be, this may work in his favor. To me, this is a a, a good positive, positive for his camp. Mm-hmm. Definitely for his camp. Right. Um, because, I mean, look, he, can you look at it like this? You're dealing with this situation. If you have a, if you have a, say you have 15 out of the ones who's, who you can raise reasonable doubt based on using that, that information, all you need is reasonable doubt. Then you lost the case. This situation, if the FBI can prove that she's trying to extort him, mm-hmm. You're gonna have to look into those other cases, right? Because at that point, you're gonna you're going to have to literally look at them and then, you know, start pinpointing certain ones and like, hey, mm-mm. Mm-mm. drop your suit, right? Because you dealing with something more important. Yeah, or drop her suit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn happy endings, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get you in trouble every time. Damn happy endings. <laughs> but it, it, it's just human nature to raise that question. But I guess, too, it's like, when you're an athlete, I think sometimes you just got to be smart, man. Yeah. You know, you just kind of don't put yourself in those situations. Just can't. I mean, you, you had, to, had to say you might have to live a secluded life to protect yourself. I mean, I, 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 the money given God complex. Look at Trevor Bauer. Man, and you read this. It's funny, that, he did. it's funny that you say about this. I'm like, my goodness. I, and yes, I know what he, I, and I, I read what he did, but I've also seen certain text messages from the accuser that kind of doesn't paint that scene so negatively. It, it, okay, let me say let me say this. Let it, me say this. Okay. You meet you meet a chick. Yeah. And that's not me defending. I'm just throwing this out. Okay. You meet a chick and y'all texting. Mm-hmm. And she be like, she say some crazy stuff. You gonna say some crazy stuff because you trying to impress. You know what I'm saying? She be like, oh, when I get you alone, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna jump off the ceiling and bounce on your dick. See, but that's and you're you gonna be like, yeah, I'm good with that. The crazy thing about but nigga, it, you know, in real life, you don't want nobody jump. You be like, I, I, you know what I'm <laughs> might break that. You know what I'm saying, I need this. You know, I might need this later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and that's kind of 
well, she has said she was like, in so many words, she was like, "Yeah, I was saying that because you know I'm trying to get the con I'm trying to make the conversation spicy." But at the same time, even if you into rough sex, you ain't into rough. You ain't into getting punched. He punched her in the face. Oh no, she her text message was like she liked that kind of shit though. Punch like that? I I not bruh, heard, bro. If 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 the chick is literally texting him like. Choke me, spank me. Yeah, some chicks like, like that. She's literally sending messages to this man, and what you you just supposed to disappoint her? I don't know, bro. That and here's my thing to that. You signed a consent form. No, oh, okay. Now that you signed that we're at. We get, I'm, I'm with we get that. into that that kind of point. You want to talk about punching? I'm with you on that. Punching in the coochie and we, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we need to have. I'm gonna need to. No, no. Hey, consent form, and we gotta film this shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, real. I'm not trying to make a porno. I'm trying to save my I'm ends. To save my ends. Because <laughs> he like he is like punching in a. Oh, no, I'm like dang, like bro. punching in the back. Right, and then she passed out. He just kept on going. Yeah. So when I when I've been reading this, I'm like, oh, and 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 see that's the thing with with I get what you're saying. Like you 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 have to find some type of medium as mm -hmm. an athlete when you are investment. Right. To, you have to look at it the business way. Mm -hmm. You have to look at it like I need to protect the right. investment, which is me. Mm -hmm. So if I got to do certain, you know. It may seem odd to most common right. folk, but we ain't got that type of, you know, mm -hmm. for the most part, that type of uh, financial, you know, situation right. or lifestyle. You come after me, you going, you ain't getting number practice. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but practice. All I got is good for you is good dick and conversation. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> it. Dick and bubble gum. That's it. <laughs> I ain't chewed my last piece. <laughs> so what's good? <laughs> That mouth do though. Right, you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, I'm one to believe that these athletes, for the most part, are just you know still being human beings like us. Well, I mean, I, I'm not, and, I'm and, not against that. No, no, I. But, but what I'm saying is, is that because of their status or mm -hmm. their financial status. Mm -hmm. Things can easily get construed one way or another, right? But they're they're probably in just a normal situation that me, you, or Tom, Dick, or Harry are in. I mean, it's people like to get peed on. I wanna piss right, on you. Know what I'm saying? Chip, 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 and I mean, so that's just they thing. Haters gonna hate. People like to um. lovers gonna <laughs> love. I don't even want none of the above. I'm gonna piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, look, you got the Cleveland steamer, you got the German knuckle knuckle cake, you know, uh, Pasadena mud slide. Hold on, why do you know all these names? Cuz don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know Pittsburgh platter. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of them, and people into that kind of stuff. Pearl necklace. You know what I'm saying? Roman helmet. I mean, you can go down the line. You know what I'm saying? My point is, <laughs> my point is, it's like two in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> my point is, though, you know, well, maybe weird to you is normal for other people. 
However, it depends on your level. <laughs> However, there's some strange shit. When you get into yeah, like I stuff know. where you talking about physical, physical violence, yeah. Even though that may turn you on, you have to be smart enough to say, okay, let let's let's sign something. Yeah. And I think in Trevor Bauer's case, that's some either a it's not his first time he done it. That's why he didn't feel a need. Yeah, probably. You know so. what I'm saying? And second, and and B. You know, as an athlete or anyone who uh, who has something to lose, you know, money. you know what I'm saying. You have to protect your assets always, always. You know, I mean, man, we always guilty of thinking think what I did. We we guilty of that. Been doing it for I mean, centuries. Oh, <laughs> rich, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying. We all, think you know what I'm saying. Day. How many niggas I know then got their dick sucked by crackheads? Uh. I can't raise my hand. Like I ain't that, said. I, I, I'm not saying that it's one of us. I'm saying, but you know, plenty. You, you know somebody. You know, tell me, you know nobody. Probably so. Okay. My point is. Okay. Was that a great decision? Probably not. <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you put yourself <laughs> in a lot of <laughs> risky health situations. But sometimes <laughs> you be in that like, what that mouth do? You just be in that because you think it with the wrong head. It happens. It do. It happens. It do. It do. So I can't disagree with so, you on that. Well, how many times so I've been in a couple of you didn't rolled over like, and hit like damn. Like <laughs> she all of a sudden she got ugly. She was ugly before you hit it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, you didn't look like that last night. <laughs> all right. But when you I ain't that, going back to that club hey, no more. When you in that that right, that right that mood, them let's go out the door. <laughs> all right. I mean, hit that switch. She look, she look good in the dark. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm like, can't confirm with look, deny. I might have had. If you were a chick and she comes, she come with explanation. Explain, you know, you gotta explain her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you know, I'm with that bitch. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta do stuff like that. If there's a chick, you gotta sneak out the house. Right. <laughs> she come a whole bunch of uh. See the reason why I with her, you don't want to know. You know she ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've been thinking with the wrong head. <laughs> so my point is you need to protect yourself. No, no, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Not just protect yourself with kind. You need to protect yourself, your asset. Legally. Legally protect yourself. Legally protect so yourself. So when you go into those kind of realms, mm-hmm. especially, you know, you're going into the, the BDSM type stuff, what about, what our boy say? Only Trump. He was like, Permission. it's Permission. highly... Consensual. Yeah. You always get permission. All and they that's something they do all the time. That's their community. Yeah. And they and they they do this all the time. They still always consent, consent, consent. Are you okay with this? You good with this? You this is what you want to do? And, and before he, anything. Right. And he even said, like, he could have been with this chick three or four times. And every time you good with this, mm-hmm. that you good with. And he ain't rich. Yeah. So my thing is like, think about that from a Athletic standpoint, or just a rich person. He's saying athletes, but because uh, we're a sports show, yeah, let's but, talk about rich. But we're just saying anyone that has something to lose. Let's say yeah. that. Okay. You need to think about protecting yourself. Even if you have something already pre-drawn up, uh, sign this very quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta protect yourself. I got the file on the computer. I, right. Print. Put that mug, I got that mug on print. my phone. That's how e sign. I said that right to my lawyer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> as funny as that is, uh-huh. if you gotta go to that length, to that extreme to do it, do it. Because mm. it's not like you 
you don't have the right. financials to get to that level. Right. And here's here's a caveat. Do you think some of these cats just really think they're that damn invincible? I think so. I think the money. Think. Let me brought that. Up. Think about this. You walk into a restaurant, Mister Wallace. How you doing? Oh, who was waiting? Mister Wallace was there. You know what I'm saying? And they give you whatever you want. Whatever you want. You go into a store, Neiman Marcus. Hey, Mister Wallace, how you doing? Oh, don't worry about it. We we, we put on your only charge. Go ahead and you know give what you want. You know that kind of thing. Anywhere you go, or you know, you do something and somebody and you do something wrong, somebody. Oh, it don't matter. You good, Mister Wallace? You used to get in your way. Mm -hmm. So now you're in a situation where someone's in a vulnerable position. Yeah. But you're thinking, do what I want. What are they going to do? They're they going to consent to this anyway. You know, and even they say they're not consent in the end and go along with it because I can pay them off. You know, you have that kind of mindset. Well, I know. But, I ain't that tight. but I, at the same I time, you have the kind of mindset <laughs> that they may be coming in to get a check. And so to protect that, and you gotta sign this, then we can continue. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, Exhibit used to do something like that. Mm, okay, the rapper Exhibit, mm -hmm. uh, who don't those who aren't familiar with him, right? Um, uh, Pimp My Ride guy, right? Um, he was a rapper before that, right? Just so you know, mm -hmm. um, not too bad of one, right? Uh, I saw a, a uh, you know, like smack DVDs back in the days. And, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, he was just uh, talking with somebody and he was like, yeah, man. Um, you know, I heard of all my people's always getting jammed up and shit. He's like, he's like, bro, I videotape all my interactions. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, shorties be signing consent for him. Otherwise, I can't I can't rock with you. Right. And the number one example he brought up was Tupac situation. Oh, yeah. He was like, "Look what happened to Pop." Mm -hmm. You know, you get a you get a, a a fan, you know, so crazy to hype to see him. Mm -hmm. Give up the butt, right? And now it's a different situation right. after the fact. After the fact, and so you know, I, I thought I creamed your buns, <laughs> and now you like, I wasn't into that. <laughs> you weren't saying that when your mouth was right. Open, you know what I'm saying nothing when I was stroking. <laughs> But more daddy, more daddy, more. See, but the, but but I mean, we got to look at this at, at two sides. You know, is there a possibility that these people with money are being overly aggressive and, and oh, yeah. they think they're invincible? Right. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are there certain individuals that target rich folk? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so, it's on both sides. I agree. You got to look at both sides of the situation. And, and not just, let, let, let's say this, too. Yeah. This is not us victim shaming. No, 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 not at all. You know, but at the same time, we have to get uh, both sides of the story. And since we, right now, we on our, our sports show, we talking about the athletes and what they need to do from an athlete perspective. As in, in, in protecting, it, protecting your investment. Your investment. Yeah. But yeah, there are athletes out there. They are very narcissistic. Mm -hmm. There are athletes out there that are probably overly aggressive doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, you know, sexually, or even, you know, just being physically, you know, emotionally, emotionally, all, all that. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that happens. But with the Trevor, since we brought up, so I started leading in with talking about Trevor um, Bauer and his situation. And when you read just the stuff that he did, mm -hmm. 
just just based off that, you don't know context behind it. Just we don't. It, just, it looks like it, the it, heck. It, you know what I'm saying? It looks, it looks crazy. bad. It looks bad. Like it, adding it, the, the text message and stuff and like that's that. That's what I was saying. Like it, when you when you see what the reports are saying that he did, mm-hmm. and then you line it up with what text messages right. that is literally an exchange between him mm-hmm. and the accuser. You're like. Wait, hold up. It was looking like this mm-hmm. at this moment. Mm-hmm. And now that I got this other stuff. Now it's looking like And then I just Where's br- it going? Right. And I brought up the I what I said about the text messages. Yeah. Just just to give another angle. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, and you first kick with somebody, you know, you're saying some wild stuff. And yeah, in your mind, you probably they probably they probably tripping, I'm tripping. You know what I'm saying? Trevor probably wasn't thinking nothing of it. Uh, I'm just saying, either way. Yeah, no, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm talking about more of the accuser side. Okay. You know, you, you, I don't know, for me as a heterosexual man, when I'm, I'm kicking it with a chick, I'm supposed to be texting. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, texting takes, a lot of people don't have a lot of nerve to say they say in a text, they do face to face. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in a text, you really gonna get wild with it. Oh, you wanna do what? Oh, yeah, I'm good with that girl. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we gonna do a what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know you texting us something. I'm talking my girl from behind. I ain't never had right. that. I'm trying to see you in that film, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you said she gonna tuck my film on the back. I'm trying to see what that feel like. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so you like you like that? Yeah. So you know you hyped. You yeah. Like, so your mind is not really thinking. She be like, want to get punched or she ain't. You know what I'm saying? You ain't thinking about that. Not only that. At that point in time, you're not even thinking that after we having all these exchanges mm-hmm. and text messages, right. after we have these exchanges in, in whatever kind of sexual capacity, mm-hmm. Trevor probably won't even thinking nothing about being charged or being right. investigative, any kind of abuse mm-hmm. or, or or whatever. But, uh, oh, 100%. Here's another part we didn't mention. Okay. She can say, I want you to punch me until I pass out or I turn blue in the face. And she get there and say, no, he's still wrong. Oh, yeah. So that means, Without a doubt. So the text message may... It may paint a picture. Paint, sure. paint a certain picture, but, but what reality, happened when they was actually at that moment? What was said then is more important than the text message. And that, and I think that's probably one of the things that, to to your point of why it's so important these athletes, you know, find a way to always protect their their businesses because mm-hmm. you have no idea, right? You know, especially when it comes to the, to the legal part, you're trying to make a a guilty or innocent call or verdict on literally a he said she said mm-hmm. situation at mm-hmm. that point. So if you don't have any no type of docu documentation, no right. type of you know, uh, video documentation of a, of an encounter, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have anything proven exactly what you said or right. she said at that point, you, you, you're gambling on some, cause some, here's the thing. And I thought about this too. If I was Trevor Bauer yeah, and let's use that as an example, I would have a female lawyer. Hmm. And the reason why I have a female lawyer, of course I get the best female lawyer. I'm just going to pick any female lawyer, but <laughs> Reason why you can't know that public offender, bro. Well, yeah, because think about it from public this standpoint. Hey, yo, locked up. Yes, yeah, sir. We'll take the fifty years. We, we, you serving half? You, you, you serving women? You know what I'm saying. So I serve twenty five. You, you serve twenty five. Okay, cool. Oh, that. So when they want to run up in you, you the one. 
No, no, no. The, this butt belongs to you. <laughs> Since we doing this together. Since we doing this, we a team right. now. <laughs> you take the rape. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the child. Uh, all right. All right. But anyway, the reason why I would choose a female lawyer, think about it from the standpoint. A man browbeating a woman and especially dealing with this heinous act mm -hmm. would look bad mm -hmm. to a jury. Mm -hmm. But you bring a woman up there, now it just looks like she's just litigating the trial. Litigating, you know, litigating um, the trial. It won't look like he browbeating her or something like that. So, you know, I would think more of that line, I'm going to get a female lawyer that looks better because of because of the heinousness of the crime. It's just because you a psych major. <laughs> Cut the shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's use, the, use a psych major. And, and look, mm -hmm. to your point, you are right. At some point, when it comes down to that courtroom situation, mm -hmm. it comes down to psychology. You can never remove humani your humanity from yourself. You can't. It's you, always you there. You can't. Uh, you know, I mean, that's why you see police officers killing unarmed black men because they was racist. Before they got the job, they're going to be racist on the job. You know? And you throw them in the hood. All right. And you throw them in the hood. In the hood. So you can never remove who you are mm -hmm. from who you are. You know what I'm saying? Period. Hey, if it look like a duck, quack like a duck, <laughs> it's a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a racist cop. So. <laughs> but I mean, look, at the end of the day, you, as an athlete, can't 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 really you know just put yourself out there so so freely. No, you can't. Man. You 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 can't. I mean, <laughs> and, and you I'm gotta not, have balance. You gotta have balance. I'm not saying. A, I'm not saying. Think about it. Uh, this is just in general athletes. I just travel bar. If you nineteen twenty, mm -hmm. you still you in your prime. They're not even close, bro. I'm just saying, you you really get into you're yeah, feeling yourself. You get into life. Okay. I ain't talking about sexual pride. You get into <laughs> you get into life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You are you a young lion out here in these streets, you know, and you feeling yeah. smelling yourself. Yeah, lions like the fuck a lot. Too. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I guess I'm a lion. But anyway. You ain't seen National Geographic. They, uh, they they quick with it. Yeah. <laughs> so the dogs. They go to sleep. And then they wake up, they do it again. They back over again. <laughs> hey, lioness. Right. What up, though? What's happening? What's good? <laughs> what that? What that mouth do? So, <laughs> 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 oh, give me that kitty cat. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 but anyway, <laughs> we gotta go way down another rabbit hole. <laughs> way down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. But um, you know what I'm saying? So you should enjoy yourself. I'm not telling you not to enjoy yourself, but you gotta have that balance. You gotta balance you enjoy yourself being young. Out there, you know, partying. You, 
You know, you think about it. You got money. You out Miami Beach. You out, you know, in L.A. All the different places that New York is known to have party spots. Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, you all in these places where it's known to have party and beautiful women. Especially like you looking at L.A. and Miami Atlanta, and walking up. Well, I understand because the weather, they yeah. walk around with bikinis all the time. Titties is out. You know what I'm saying? See them cheeks. And your hormones is like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They pumping. So, yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to have balance. It's, you got to put things in place to protect yourself. Cause then, and, and you and you recognizable on top oh, of that. Oh, off gate. You know what I'm saying? They say, oh, that's, oh, oh, that's. You know, plus, if you're not recognizable, they're going to know you somebody because you're traveling with an entourage. You're pulling up, you know, stunting, flossing, whatever you want to call it. And they looking like, oh, he must be somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all those things. So they want to see who you are, what you about. Period. And then if you got any kind of any kind of uh, charisma, whatever. Right here. <laughs> but anyway. Let's, I, we're, about to, we're getting close to almost make sure we get on Jack Morris. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, since we're talking about, you know, all this social social issues that mm-hmm. keeps happening with, you know, athletes and all that. Um, so he was a, a, with the announcer for the Tigers, right? Right. Yeah. And um, he used to be the pitcher for the Tigers. Yeah, Jack Morris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, old school baseball player. Right. Old school mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, so the... Uh, Tigers and the uh, Angels were playing, and who isn't uh, aware of uh, Shohei Otoni is uh, mm-hmm. Japanese, right? And pretty much he's been the star of the baseball season this far, right? Uh, more than likely, at the rate he's going, will be the MVP mm-hmm. um, because he pitches and he uh, plays outfield, and 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 he hits, and he hits. <laughs> he leads uh, the whole Major League Baseball in home runs, right? Uh, so. Uh, his commentator, uh, uh, compadre, asked him, said, you know, uh, hey, how do you pitch to Shohei Otoni? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, very, very, very careful. Right. You know, imitating uh, 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 Asian uh, accent. Right. And, you know. A stereotypical. Stereotypical. Accent. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm not going to lie. Me personally, when I first heard it, it I did chuckle. Right. But just because, like, you know, it. We all make stereotypes, mm-hmm. so you know. I I don't think he his intent was to be malicious. Okay, but I think Jack Morris didn't read the society room how it is in twenty twenty one. Right, this ain't nineteen eighty. This ain't nineteen fifty six. Right, this ain't nineteen oh two. This is twenty twenty one. Right, cancer culture is heavy. Heavy. Heavy mm-hmm. as anybody that has a huge platform right. on how explicit can they really get? Right. Because this cancer culture that's been just literally canceling this, canceling that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said this? Okay. Cancel. Shut them down. Oh, you did that? Cancel. Shut them down. I'm talking about literally people are getting suspended as he did. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Right. I I think he he it did warrant a suspension because you can't go into twenty twenty one knowing how 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 the room and and didn't read it right, didn't mm-hmm. read it properly, mm-hmm. and he said some some shit that you know 
bro. Right. You you do know this 2021. Right. Like people are getting fired mm-hmm. from jobs, mm-hmm. won't get hired from yeah. jobs right. because of some silly shit. It I don't know what <laughs> in his right mind thought at that moment that, that was, was cool. okay. That was cool. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think that um we can't prove intent. You can't. Not with this particular case. I mean, I don't, I I can't say that Jack Morris is racist. No. You know, he commit he made a did something that was a racist act. You know, but was he racist in his heart? I don't know. I can't prove that intent. And, but he was very foolish. Very. You know, because <clears throat> like you alluded to, like you said, um, in the day and time we live in, you have to know you can't say that. Read the room, bro. You have to know that. Read the there's, room. There's no way you should know you shouldn't say that. And on top of that, it wasn't necessary. And that's that's that was you know one saying? of my biggest points. It wasn't even necessary. What was the point? What was the point of that? So now the more I think about it, maybe he is racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because let, me, let me say why I say that. But go ahead. Here's to this point. Mm-hmm. He probably won't even think of nothing of an apology. Right. Because if you heard what he said, he said, um, you know, uh, it has been brought to my attention. Right. Because they went off air when he came back. That's when he made his apology. That's when he made the apology. Because mm-hmm. somebody had gotten his ear. Mm-hmm. like, bro, you need to apologize right. Like, right now. I, like I said, I don't I don't know if he's racist or not. I'm not here to prove that. That's, right. not, that's, that's, not, that's not our point here. Pick us up on Alpha Wonder. Yes. But the fact that he had to be reminded mm. of reading the room, right? And he was told to apologize. Mm-hmm. That kind of that kind of leaves that door open of whoever wants to answer that question or not, right? Right. At least the door open now, mm-hmm. because if he was forced to make an apology, because he, it was brought to my attention and I might right. have said something very insignificant, and that's. I don't know, bro. Right. You weren't thinking about no apology. You weren't thinking about that. You just say that. You're going to say that, go off the air, go on back to the house. Because he thought he was going to be all right. Yeah. Now you got to deal with suspension. But I, I just, like I said, I don't understand how you didn't know that was wrong. And on top of that, why do you feel a need? Let's say this. If he would have said it, in a say you know um say say let's say let's say let's put some context behind say you say you know I've been um let me say this number get back to it so when I was studying Spanish I tried to imitate the dialect because I wanted to sound as authentic as possible. Authentic possible. When yes. I when I was studying well I am studying now I study Arabic I try to get that those guttural sounds because I want to sound as authentic as possible. Yeah, you don't right. want to sound like a dumbass. Right. So I don't want to sound like American-speaking Spanish or American-speaking Arabic. I want to sound like an Arabic. Arabic person or a Spanish person. So if he was like, hey, you know, I, I've been studying Japanese, blah, blah, blah. And so I've been around a lot of Japanese people, so I, I kind of pick up their dialect, you know, that kind of thing. And he kind of said it like that. I wouldn't have thought it. You wouldn't have thought nothing up. I wouldn't have thought as, did he that bad? But why did you feel that you had to put some kind of 
dialect on what you're saying. And plus, you're speaking English. You just say, just be very careful. You know, you got to be very careful. And it's an old, it's like the, the Buzz Bunny mm-hmm. cartoon. They show the Japanese, the big old glass, the big old teeth. And they're like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it, it, it reaches back to that. Because the voice that he did was the voice of that. Yeah. And, you know, that's been proven that that's racist. Those are racial stereotypes. It's been said for many years, those are racial stereotypes. So you had to know that was wrong. So you made a decision to say, hey, I'm about to say this, and everybody going to think this is funny because, you know, you know, he's Japanese. So if I just do this, it's going to be funny. You're not a comedian. Far from it. You know, and if you're a comedian, you may have a little more rope. Because that's their job. That's their job. Comedians always spark, you know, conversation with their jokes, you know, racially, sexually, whatever. Right. I mean, because, I mean, that's that's just been the formula for comedy. Mm -hmm. But Shaq Morris is no comedian. You're not a comedian. And listen, you're not at a club. You do a broadcast of a baseball game. Oh, we're national broadcast. Right. You got to know better. So should he get his job back? And, and yeah. let me say this before you answer. Let me say this. Based on, um, okay, we both in culinary. I can make points to either we, one. We both in yeah, culinary. And you telling me you have all these skills, blah, blah, blah. And so I say, okay, make me a hollandaise sauce. You make it, it breaks. Okay, let's see why I broke. Can you fix it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, first I'm asking, can you fix it? And if you can't, I'm going to teach you how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Then you say, oh, you understand? Yeah. So breakfast come up again. All right, man, make the holiday sauce. It breaks. You know, should you lose your job if you can't perform your job? Here's... Oh, no, no, let me say because I, I got to make the point. I got to make the parallel. So let me say this. If the reason why it was, break, it was breaking is because of something that you know you should have done, like you didn't use shearing power to mix it. That's something you should know, mm-hmm. you know, because most immersion emotions, I say it wrong. Yeah. Uh, God, what is it called? Emulsifiers. Emulsifier. Yeah, most things that is emulsified, you got to use shearing power. So, you know, either a, a wisp at a high rate, a stick mixer, mm-hmm. Vitamix, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to use what Robo they call cool, it. Robocool. Robocool, whatever. Some kind, some kind of sharing power. You have to use that to emulsify something. And you didn't use that. That's something you should know. Yeah. Especially you telling me you got these experience. So, I may fire you day one the first time you break it. Because if you tell me that. I mean, because that, that give that gives you a legit reason because, because I'm like you came in with these so called accolades and you should know that you should know this. You know what I'm saying? So I feel I like you lied to me. Yeah, you should know that. I hear you. So now you as a seasoned broadcaster, it's justifiable. You know, who been living? You know, Jack Morris in the '60s, '70s. He ain't no spring chicken. Right. He got to be in his late '60s, maybe beginning of the '70s. I'll put it to you this way: He make you look up. Thank you, nigga. Make you look. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he's been around for a while. He has to know better. You know, whether or not he, re- whether or not he wanna, he refused to comply. That's on him. But you have to know better. So when you step out and say something like that, 
I could be like, all right, man, you should know better than that. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's racism one-on-one. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Here, here's, here's one thing that's crazy about the situation. Mm-hmm. If he, if his comment affects the bottom line, when it comes to corporations or big well, money thing, well, that's, that's a whole different argument. Well, go ahead. If it, it if for it, a discussion, if, I mean, if it affects the bottom line, mm-hmm. they won't bring him back, right? Because if they're saying, "Oh, you know, people aren't supporting our 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 franchise or organization," mm-hmm. they feel some type of way about the situation right. and how we handle it. Okay, and we're losing money. Okay, you can't you you can't bring them back. Okay, but if if this was just a one-time mistake mm-hmm. if this has been his first and only mistake mm-hmm. now all of his previous broadcasts are going to come under review now oh yeah always because now that this so what is, do you mean when he said that so so now that now that this situation has happened he just called a nigga a nigga i bet you they're going to go back to many a broadcast mm-hmm. from before right and they're going to dissect Every damn last word, mm-hmm. and if they date dissect every last word, and then be like, "Oh, we got a trend here," right? You can't bring him back. Okay, okay. Now, if he just made just a stupid bonehead mistake, look, mm-hmm. people make mistakes. Oh yeah, I, 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 I'm an advocate if, against if this, if this is just a one off. Mm-hmm. I I can see the the Tigers organization be like, "Look, it was." Literally just this one time is and we will make sure it don't happen again. Here's my thing. It's a difference between a mistake and a moral dilemma or um um a uh something that you did that was morally wrong. Okay. That's not a mistake, that's a conscious decision. Okay. You know, that's something your your subconscious that you that that came up out of you that's already been there. Okay. So that's not a mistake. Even going back to my my, my I, previous thing. I don't know, big homie, because just just hear me out. Okay. We we've all imitated different voices of other cultures. Okay. We probably not did it over a national broadcast. And that's area. my point, though. I and okay, that's fair. That's my point. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. I'm at work. Yeah. Me and you at work, right? And we on the line. I'm gonna say, "Hey, nigga, pass me the." <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Put me on a line in front of it's out like the line okay, where I work at now, our line is out in front. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean the back of something different. In a very corporate like, when we was in, we was very at, executive type of thing. We was situation. at the country club, we was in the back. Yeah, yeah. That's something different. Yeah. Where I'm at now, I'm in a corporate environment, so our line is out front. Same with me. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna and be our shit echoes. <laughs> I ain't like, hey nigga, pass me. I'm not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a bad look. I know where I'm at. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Or Set, even even setting even, is key. Even 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 swearing, you know what I'm saying. Uh, nah, I, can't do I mean, out front, out front. No, I'm not gonna do that out front. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk I'm, about I'm motherfucker everywhere. <laughs> well, <not>. motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> well, at corporate, you, you know, at corporate place, I'm not gonna do that. That's just me. Shit, yeah, man. Motherfucker. <laughs> you know, motherfucker. So you, you have to realize where you are. You got to realize your setting. No, that's true. That's you know true. What I'm saying? That's true. And I think to me. If you do something like that and not realize you're saying you do it again. Now going back and we about to wrap it up because we get close on time, wrap it up. Yeah. Cause we got another show to do. But the um with the mer the um 
the hollandaise. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I can't trust you to know, now if you was a rookie and never had any training. That's something different. That's something different. If you come in the door and you say you got all, all this, this training, all, this all your credentials yeah. and all this experience, and I can't trust you to not know that one simple thing, not know you sharing power, that's, that's one-on-one. What else you lack? What else? You know what else can I trust you with? And at that point, you know what I'm saying? What you now, good think for? about think about you on the line, and it's and it's busy. I don't have to, I can't stop and say, make sure you do. I, I need you to know, boom, 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 boom. Cause no, it's got to flow. It's got to flow. So in those cases, man, I I, I can't have you around. You a liability. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to your point, you're you know, costing me money. Going back to your point. I think if you're looking at it from a right and wrong perspective, then he should go. But if you're looking at it from a strictly of uh, a business perspective, then you wait around and see what the uh, what the court of pop opinion says. But anyway, we're hitting that that two hour mark, so it's yeah, time to wrap yeah. it on up. Man, great show today. Great show oh, today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody that uh, participated, that participated, that was jumped in, commented. Yep. Uh, both on the uh, IOW Network app and on the uh, live stream. We didn't even mean to go live stream. We just got so entrenched in the conversation. Let's keep it rolling. (laughs) It it happens. Right. Um, But look, um, episode 79 in the books. Man, 79, man. We're rolling on these episodes. Um, Right. So we appreciate all the love and support. God willing, we will be back Monday, episode 80. And we got a special guest on Monday. Yes, we do. It's Jeff Salmon. Yeah. He's going to talk. Um, yeah, we gonna he's talk a Yankee sports. fan, so we're going to talk about these New York Yankees. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's feeling real good about it. Straight right out now. of Toronto. He's not, he in Toronto. Yeah. Not a Blue Jay fan, but a Yankee, Yankee fan. fan. We're going to let him explain that. Yeah, we're going to need to find out. <laughs> but no, appreciate the love and support. Y'all come on back now. You're here on Monday, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, episode 80. And then go download the IOW Network app. Right, right. Go get the app. Uh, and you go to our, um, now we have a Patreon for the IOW Network, uh, the radio sh- station. So, you know, you go to our Patreon and you want to hear the second half of the sports show. That'll be starting to get uploaded to the Patreon. Yeah, yep. $3 tiers, so $3 tier, $3 a month. Yeah. Those $3 go a long way. And you want to, that's so uh, to help us, you know, offset some of the costs. Yeah. And, Things of that nature because we're trying to build something here. So hey, we've been in the empire, um, go on over to the IOW Network Patreon, join one of those tiers. Uh, especially like I said, if you're gonna hear some some um exclusive some exclusive stuff because we're gonna start after a while once it builds up doing um this stuff strictly for the Patreon. Yeah, yep. I used to do the um the um Monday time foolery. You might start doing some of them all just for the Patreon. Yeah, we'll do it. Hey, that's a good idea. We might do like a quick little ten minute mm-hmm. subject talk on something going on in sports. Right. So we might just do that yeah. for the Patreon. So yeah, you know, you guys want to y'all hear that? We giving ideas on right. on there. <laughs> some exclusive uh, content. Just join the Patreon. But um, I say, big homies, wrap this on up and get up on the hill for sure. Hey, Monday, three. What I'm thinking, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join right. us again, episode 80. It's been real. Detroit Mail out the building, Wildcard Mar. We out. Peace. How y'all feel out there? Oh, yeah. All right.